Oh, we're already going. We're already hot. It's a new episode of the Panties in the Mouth podcast. Don't build it up like that. You got to give us a second. Okay, now. never mind. We are mediocre. We will yeah. get to good at some point. That's so we're we'll we'll get there. Just stick around. Stick around. <laughs> we're out. Jesus, I just banged the shit out of my knee. Um, we do more good than we do bad. That's the Panties in the Mouth promise. So, man, what are you up to, bro? You're, what am I up to? We don't we don't usually talk on Saturdays we or Sundays. We, oh yeah, this is a pre pre record. I mean, they're all technically pre records, but this is like a pre pre record because it's Thanksgiving this week, and we don't want to fucking we don't want to talk to each other over the holidays. Yeah, I'm gonna see my family. They're gonna be like, "You over there talking to that white boy?" I'll be like, "Hey." <laughs> Hey. <laughs> and I'm going to see my family and they're like, you going to be over there. You know what? Let's go on to the next topic. Um, <laughs> Yo, your dad loves me. Oh, yeah. Well, you love my dad. I know you. Well, I know you. I'm not going to. You know, I can't co- commit to love publicly, but anybody. <laughs> you can't commit love to an, to an old white man publicly. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, no, my family, my family does love you guys and Lemare too, because I'm remembering, because uh, like Lemare always gets the classic fucking like Lee Marie and shit like that, mm-hmm. and I think my dad hit him with one of those one time, trying to remember his name. My uh, my favorite thing about early Lemare, I don't know if he does it anymore, but we was around this comic Drew Thomas, and Drew Thomas, super cool dude. I, um, he was just like, this was like years ago. He was just talking to us about comedy and shit. Yeah. He kept calling Lamar like Lamar. Like he kept fucking up his name in some way. And I just would like look at Lamar like, yo, are you going to speak up and, <laughs> and say you're, you've been around this dude for two days now? Like you, you got to tell him. Oh, he was two days into Lamar? I think so. And it was like, like he, he, it would be like he'd be telling a story. He'd be like, so, you know, you might be out there and Nate's doing such and such. And then they're like checking for Lamar. <laughs> just like he just he's just not like, thank you for the comedy knowledge. I will not ever. <laughs> <laughs> As Lamar Lee, I will take this info and go on. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's I actually got a joke out of that because I, I um do uh, in the beginning of doing comedy, I noticed I noticed that very quickly, especially with, you know, doing all the fucking open mics or shows and no one knows your fucking name. And if they see it, they immediately fuck it up. And you see a plethora of comics who are like, actually, it's and I'm like, I don't like that. But I also want them to say my name right. Yo, I I hear you. I hear you. All right, no, go ahead. I, Wait, what? <laughs> no, I hit because I was gonna say something along the lines of you, but the, when you said that second part, I felt like I was about to. I'm just, I want to hear your end of your thought before I say my next thing. Oh no, it just ended up because it, it ended up turning into a joke where because my last name Malafarina. When people see that, it's actually not. If you like, take two seconds to look at it. It's oh, actually not. Andy, your name stinks and is very hard. <laughs> I know it's your name and you've been spelling it forever. You were about to say it's not that bad. It's like six L's. Your name is as hard as banana. It's, <laughs> it's an Italian banana, dude. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, it's really, it's very, it, no, the, the reason I say it's not hard is because it's, it's pronounced or spelled very phonetically. So if you just take a half a second to look at it, but also too, I, it's, it's been fucked up enough times that I'm like, I don't take it personally, but no, when it, whenever they would say it wrong, because I'm like, I can't have my name out there wrong. I would 
I would be like, actually, it's uh, Malafrina, but then I'd go into this whole joke being like, it's okay. Because the joke is basically saying my last name is Italian for bad wheat, so I'd be making fun of my dumb last name in the process. But I'd still, I'd still feel weird it not getting out there the right way to say my name. I hear, See, I'm the exact opposite of that. That's what actually, I felt like that's where you were going. That's why I stopped and wanted to hear your thing first. Because I'm... I, since I've like we we've, we've kind of gotten past the part where we're only hosting, like we might do things where we're not the hosted, you know what I mean? We're featured or whatever. Mm-hmm. I've had the like host like the last one of the last shows I did, the host completely forgot my last name, and we've like <laughs> she's a uh, it was out at, at Arts Quest, Steel Stacks, and like she was the she was like the next comic, very funny. His name's Nate. Keep it going for Nate. <laughs> Wait, how realistic was that pause to what actually happened? As I I was doing exactly <laughs> what she did. It was no different. That's fucking awesome, dude. Just fucking short circuiting and not being able to adjust whatsoever. <laughs> but but going through it, like it made me so mad at every comic that I ever did that to, like forgot their name or forgot their credit and they got upset about it. Cause like you just go up there and it's like they don't give a shit. Like how like I don't care how well I you do you can destroy a room it, until they know you from something else they're not it's not that often that you go on stage do well and then they're like I'm a fan forever like it's just that's a fair point yeah it's not <laughs> or, they're, or they're googling you like oh, I gotta fucking find them on Instagram right now like it, <laughs> if you get that you'll get that because you're talking to them after like you're hanging out after the show. You know, busting up with people, have maybe having a drink or something. But you're not gonna, you know, it's not like right from the stage. So whenever you see people who are just like, get my fucking name right. It's like now that I'm have done it, it's like, no, you're an asshole. You've been an asshole. That's why you didn't make it, and that's why I don't know your name already. Because you're not nice enough to people in the business. <laughs> I was just gonna say, there's a bunch of people I would consider I'm good friends with that I fucked their last names up. Well, yeah, I got that too. The best example is uh, Tyler. Tyler. Langley's? Tyler. Yeah. There's a There was a wrestler like that. And uh, there's a wrestler now. He goes by uh, Mustafa. But like every, you just call him Mustafa the whole time. And they're like making a point. He's like his part of his character right now is being like, say my name right. <laughs> <laughs> Mustafa. Is he, what is he? What's his nationality? Uh, Muslim. Muslim. Um, every time I, every time I ever hear of a Muslim wrestler, I always think of the Patrice story he told on ONA when he was talking about uh, Vince McMahon. I might have said this on the podcast before already, but he's talking about Vince McMahon and the guy coming up is like, "Can I please not wear the turban? <laughs> My family's very embarrassed. They think I'm embarrassed on them." And Vince McMahon's just like, "You want to wear that goddamn turban?" <laughs> So, so I, every time I just like now he's going through I can't you can't say my name is the bit like they well, get that, the business in the WWE and that's that, that, they progressed man the Muslim guy is making you say his name right they've progressed and no one's gonna shut the fuck up move but well the fucking the uh, to him specifically the turban is was like a huge driving force because when he first started in wrestling like whatever like whatever the one of the first indie companies was like. Oh, so you're Mustafa. what? You're talking about Mustafa now? Not yeah, yeah. It was like the first indie company he worked for. He was like, "You're a little bit brown. 
we're putting a turban on you. You're the bad guy. Like it was just, it was like that simple. And he went out and he did the bad guy. And he just said he had just being a Muslim, having little kids fucking like he's in the turban, you know, being the bad guy, Muslim character. He just said, having kids looking at him, just being like, fuck you. Maybe not literally those words, but that energy of like, fuck you. He was like, never again. (laughs) (laughs) That's the same type of energy that made Dave Chappelle quit his show. <laughs> for real, for real. Damn, yo. Speaking of Indian people, I don't. I, well, we were talking Muslim, not specifically Indian people, but I'll, I'll get there. I, it was a whatever. I was watching this uh, documentary. I, damn, I can't remember what it's called. I'm gonna try to look it up. But it was on Netflix. It was like a like evil, like bad boy businessman. Um, I told you about the one, bad boy billionaires. Yeah. Were you talking to me about the India one? Yeah, you may not have you may not have saw me text because I, I, I texted you about it like a couple weeks ago and you never got back to me. So you may have just stumbled upon it on your own. Yeah, yeah. No, I definitely did. I was just like, I was looking at shit. Yep, that's exactly it. The bad boy billionaires. So you watched it without what the fuck is his name? The first I watched the first episode about the dude who was like selling alcohol and he's like, I'm just going to start a fucking airplane company. Yo, VJ was the man until like the last five minutes of that episode because I knew he was like somehow the bad guy. But everything they were showing about him, I was like, I love this nigga. He's my favorite person. Yeah, dude, they slow roll that shit because the whole episode, he's just like killing it, doing awesome stuff. And then at the end, they show his workers protesting and they're like, he didn't pay them for six months. And you're like, you dick. (laughs) So it starts off like, I mean, you saw, but just for the listeners, like it starts off. They're just talking about him. He's like a humble businessman. (laughs) I mean, he's from he's already from money. Like, you know, his dad had money so then he had money that kind of shit and uh he was trying he was i think wasn't his first thing like just beer yeah yeah um king something king fisher i think king fisher you're right you're right it is king fisher it was king fisher beer but in india i guess it's like beer was like frowned upon they were like we don't do that here we fucking pray yeah like there's not, there's like no drinking is very frowned upon in that, in the religion and culture and everything. So to have a dude selling beer, people were hyped about it, mm-hmm. which is kind of, I don't know how true. I wonder how accurate that is. Cause I, you know, I told you on the podcast before Julia's job, she works with a lot of Indian people. And she was talking about like, they were talking about shit they like to do. And the one dude was like, I go clubbing like every other night. Like it's just, and it's not a thing you picture really when you're thinking about it. Cause of how we think of other places. Was he a younger dude? Yeah. But I want. I wonder. I wonder if you're more old school. Yeah, they kind of like subscribe to that more, and then like the the younger kids, maybe they're more influenced by Western culture or something. They're kind of like, nah, clubbing sick. I think. I think you're right about that because I even think with their because uh, you know how in, in the same in the billionaire John they were talking about how like I don't know if you remember they said they talked about their new like politician they got who was trying to shut down the corruption. His name's Modi. But I do, I remember seeing this the whole, like, little special on Modi before. And apparently, like, like what was happening with Modi is exactly what was happening in America with Trump. Like, it was like some people were like, this is my fucking guy. I love him wearing Modi merch and shit. <laughs> and then, like, like they, they would go to, they go to, like, rallies wearing, like, Modi mask and shit like that. Instead of, like, Trump has, they have, like, you know, those cutout paper masks. Okay, yeah. Wearing, like a basketball game or some shit. And, uh... And uh, and like so, some of them people, like the more conservative people, it's, it's exactly like what's happening. It's, it's so weird because like I after that, I was seeing that I was pe- like this happening like literally all over the world. There's like one section that's like we're conservative and we like the shit we've always liked. 
And then like the younger people were like, no, I hate it. And, uh, and that's exactly what was happening there. So Modi, but Modi is being a little bit like Modi's like building, like literally building concentration camps and trying to get people kicked out the country and, uh, <laughs> but specifically Muslims, but I don't know how I got to Modi. Uh, you're talking I, about the Kingfisher guy. Yeah. 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 But I had, a, I don't know. We got, we got anyway, Kingfisher. He's, he was that dude. <laughs> that's what I was trying to get to at some point. He went from just being like, we don't drink beer. They, they don't drink beer. He's not. He wasn't like legally allowed to advertise it, so he was like, "I'll just make an airplane and put the name of the fucking." Well, that's that's um that's what's always cool. Where like <laughs> they'll do they'll do shit like that. The, the 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 government will do shit like that where they'll be like, "Oh, you're not allowed to do this," and then you just get you just get one businessman that's just like, "Nah, fuck you." <laughs> okay, fuck you. I'll do whatever I want. Yeah, and he's like, "I'll fuck." Oh, oh, you you won't let me get billboards. I'll fly my ads around to your fucking places. <laughs> They fly and they and like it's not like you could see the ads on planes. No one's got binoculars on. Like, what's that plane say? Like, it's no, it's just. But the thing, I, I he was like, he was like, my airline has no first class. Everybody's in Modi class, not Modi class, Kingfisher class, and every stewardess is a fucking model. Yeah, <laughs> that was that. It wasn't. It wasn't just like. It wasn't just like understood that they were hot it was like no you have to be fucking hot yeah you were like you they are all they only get hired here if they're models and we also it's mandatory that they do yoga exercise like, <laughs> it's like part of their they're like signing up is like we have these classes for you that's gotta be funny getting hired as a model and it's like but yeah you still gotta like be a waitress and shit did you well um, i guess that i guess that's what like a shot girl is or something so yeah, I mean, there's plenty of, like, it, it probably paid better than other stewardess, too. Without a doubt, yeah. yeah. Um, what was I going to say about it? I didn't, I, like, you know how we found out uh, that, uh, like, just a few little while ago, um, his kid, you saw they were interviewing his kid um, on it a bunch. His mom was one of those stewardesses. Like, he got one of them airplanes, he got one of the models pregnant. Like, oh. <laughs> yo, VJ was just my guy. And then, well, because he he had the fun vibe of like he like not that he didn't have you like did he started had he started he was he grew up in money right mm -hmm. but like I think I think his money he just had new money energy you where know, it's just so flashy and over the fucking top he he like he he used to, he did his money like black people with Indian people before were doing their money like white people like they'd have money and just keep it like. I have an old car and no one knows I have money. I, <laughs> and and then he was like, nah, big ass party. Like, yeah, <laughs> big ass party. All my bitches <laughs> like, <laughs> buy an airline and talk to you about it. Like he was, that was how he was. And the best part, the best part is when, um, there's like so many documentaries where like some crazy shit happens. They weren't able to, uh, you know, they weren't able to suspect something or just, you know, bad luck or whatever. But this, like the whole documentary, he just had his one, like the guy who was helping him run the air, the, um, the airliner and whatever the whole time. He's like, it, it, it like the airline failing was like from America, right? That's yeah. He's like yeah. the airline avoiding was unbelievably avoidable or the airline failing was unbelievably avoidable. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It was like the original plan we had was amazing. Cody <laughs> just was like, "Nah, we're gonna have the dopest first class." Like they were serving lobster and like sushi and shit on on in the first class of his plane, and still trying to have competitive prices on tickets. 
Yeah. And then, like, the fucking... What was it, too? He kept going to, like, the National Bank. And they were like... They were like... He's like, can I have some more money? And they're like, why? He's like, here's my projections. And it was like... the pre- It was just an arrow going up. <laughs> they were like, well, here's some more money, dude. And the guys were like... He didn't base those off anything. He just was like, it's going to be sick. Yo, but that's... that. I learned a lesson watching that. I was like, yo, he literally just went to the bank and faked it and made it. Like, he just was like, yo, look at me. Look how dope I am. You think I'm, <laughs> I'm not getting money out here? His strategy was just like, come on. Yeah. Just give me the fucking money. Just yeah, come like, be. They were like... Th- he was like, don't be, don't be gay. Don't be gay. Give me the money. <laughs> it's me. It's your boy, VJ. You know I'm good for it. I always pay my debts. Yo, at one point, they show his, like, debt climb... This guy got $4 billion in debt. I was like looking at that number like, yo, that's nuts. <laughs> like, you're, Dude, like imagine owing $4 bill. Like, I get upset about 500 bucks. Like, damn, I'm behind on electric bill. They're about to turn this shit off. <laughs> Dude, I was just talking to someone. I was just talking to a friend who's like gotten into a decent amount of debt. And they're like 700, like their credit card bill is like $700 a month. I was like, I don't even, I don't even know what that's like. Yeah. That's, that's insane. <laughs> And then, like, that just seems fucking unreal. And then, oh, you're bug. Well, I think once you get into, like, $4 billion, you're, you, like, you're pro- like, $4 billion of debt, you're probably just like, I'm not paying this off. What are you talking about? <laughs> $4 billion. I'll die before I pay this off. <laughs> I'm not paying it off. Like, what? <laughs> and, 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 like, he, but they were, they, you know, that, it was kind of crazy towards the end of that drawing up. Cause, like I said, Mo, like, I keep about to call it Modi. VJ was my dude. For, I, I was like, I haven't seen one thing for 90% of this like episode of the documentary. I was like, haven't seen one thing wrong about the guy. He's, <laughs> he's got a racing team. He's he's hiring models. He's he's killing it. And then he he like legitimately just stopped paying people. And that blew my mind because like you can't do that here. You Yeah, that was that was wild. He, sorry, go. I was just going no, you I, it was just like what you were saying, it was wild. Like it was Literally, it would be like if you were just like if somebody was just working at Chick like Chick Fil A or I don't know Chipotle or something, and then all of a sudden like that Chipotle is like starts losing money, and they're like, "All right, we'll pay you next paycheck for all everything we owe you," and then that just keeps happening, and you go like six months and never get your check from Chipotle, and it's just nothing you can do about it. Well, I was thinking like fuck you, (laughs) like it's just. Well, I was. I was thinking about, I was thinking about it too. Cause I was like, why don't you like, I get like, I get like holding out for a little bit, but then like, I don't, I don't get how eventually you're not just like, yo, suck my dick. I'll go fucking, I'll go fucking find another job. And then I thought about it and I'm pretty sure like the, like in India, there's a big, I'm pretty sure there's like a huge wealth disparity, disparity, disparity. Fuck. This is what happens when we try to talk about smart shit. Uh, (laughs) But no, there's like a huge wealth gap. So I feel like in India, if you got if, for not saying gap, <laughs> what gap was on the tip of your tongue, you were like, nah, I'm going with disparity. I'll fucking say disparity. Get out of here. I'm not fucking. I know some words. I know a few <laughs> words, dude. <laughs> gap was right there. You were like, nah, I'm pulling disparity out my back. This is just fuck it. <laughs> um, no, but because there's the huge wealth gap and like if you get if you get a job being a stewardess or, or a flight attendant or a, or a whatever a mechanic or at the kingfisher airlines like yeah. the next job below that is crazy down there so these these people were just holding out being like just please pay us 
Like those people who call, who you talk to on the phone, like the customer service and shit, when you call like for AT and T, like they have like a solid job over there, like a respected job over there. And because um, if even at the end of the episode, like they they're showing they're showing people, it looks like some old school shit, like people carrying around a bunch of fruits and baskets and shit. Like it is like a huge difference. Yeah. Yeah, the, the, I think um, there's a lot of other countries. I know Dubai, Dubai's big about, or not a big about that, but there's a lot of that in Dubai where it's like you go that way and everybody's got a Lamborghini. And you go that way and most people, people have toilets. Yeah. Bro, I, was, I, I realized that watching, what the fuck? I was watching one. There's this great show on Netflix about like street food and stuff. And they were interviewing like the like I forget exactly what he made, but he was the best at making this. He yeah. was one of the top, you know, street food guys in India. And he's just he's at the market looking for fruits and vegetables and stuff, shooing flies off of it. Like what? And you're you know the 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 person sitting there with no shoes on the dirt, accepting the money and stuff. And you're just like, it's a whole different situation other places. Yeah, like that. <sighs> But it, it it seems like that's the thing that gets away. You can get away with more in India. I don't know, but they were saying I don't know if it's still like that. But they were saying in that same episode they were like he own he he had all these other businesses, other places, but the only people who weren't getting paid at that time were his Indian employees. Like any other country he had dealings with, everybody was still getting their paychecks. And then this is where I was like done with the dude. I was like, all right, VJ, fuck you. You were my dude. I was riding for you this whole time. And then he like he hadn't paid them niggas in like six months. And then he had his 60th birthday party. And this party was like the coolest party I've ever seen in my life. So you're sitting there, people are waiting for paychecks. Like, yo, I'm starving. One dude's wife killed herself and wrote in her note, like, we haven't had been paid in six months by this dude, VJ. And he's just out there like, I don't give a shit. Party of the, of the year. That's Yeah, that that's when it's a whole different fucking level where it's like, like if you're it's one thing if you're lying and you're trying to like move money around and you just don't have it when you're just like fuck you guys i need enrique iglesias to sing to me on my birthday because i'm a 60 it was like 63 or some shit 60th oh 60th because he's like i'm not that's the other thing too he's like a grown man and he's acting like a child where he's like i'm not gonna not have my birthday yeah they can starve i want my birthday yeah (laughs) dude (laughs) yo and it's crazy there was so many people like when they were watching the interviews the people who weren't who like worked with him still kind of seemed like they fucked with him they were like you know they nobody was shitting on him like yeah bj's an asshole he didn't pay people he were like that's probably they were like that might have been where he messed up like they were (laughs) you know by not paying on people it's definitely not good for optics like they weren't saying like yo dude's a monster he didn't pay hundreds of people people died people killed themselves like it's that's yeah his son kept doing that (laughs) his son kept he's like my dad's just misunderstood I don't know, man. That shit's that shit's wild. Would you be? Would you be uh, a? <laughs> what, what's your strategy when you become a billionaire? Oh, I'm blessing all the children. <laughs> you blessing all the children. Every child, every ch- all children getting top shelf gaming PCs. <laughs> <laughs> You're like I own Alienware. We yeah. all all the inner cities get I'm Alienware. I'm going to every inner city school dropping off Alienware laptops. But the only game I'm giving them for free is 2K. And they're going to be hyped like, yo, you can mod 2K? And this is going to make me so happy. 
<laughs> just all the children modding 2K. Yeah, yeah, yep. <laughs> but there'll be like one smart Nipsey Hustle kid out there that just figures out the electronics of it and fucking just learns how to mine Bitcoin, and that's the kid I'm doing it for. <laughs> It's not that hard right now. I literally got I got some Bitcoin. I got like a fraction. I, I bought $10 in Bitcoin. I was like, this will be worth $100 in t- five years or something. <laughs> I bought, yeah, I bought like, uh, I bought, I didn't know we were both into crypto. crypto. Hell yeah, dude. Uh, I'm an investor now. I know you've been getting me more in that mindset because I've just been, I've just been getting older and I'm like, I want more shit. <laughs> yeah. Well, also I don't, I don't want to have to like, do things forever. I don't want to be old and still doing things. I want to just be laying in a hammock with my dick out, but I have high fences so no one calls the cops. <laughs> no, dude, I mean. you just own that island you live on so they can't call the cops. <laughs> this is billionaire yeah. bought everybody Alienware name. Yeah. <laughs> dude, you invested so good. Like, you're in the hammock on your island. <laughs> yeah, I've been investing in this company, Neo. I think I might have told you about it before, and it's been doing real well. And but I see too many people talk about it, like people who I never saw talking about investing and shit. Like I, um, there's this Instagram girl, uh, with real big boobs, right? <laughs> that I was like just looking at her Instagram. And, but she, Why'd like, you wink? You just said it. Because <laughs> I, 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 I don't know. I, I'm not gonna say why I winked. I'm mad you said I winked. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> but uh, anyway, I saw her story. She fucking, um. She was posting, why does everybody keep saying buy Neo? And as soon as I saw it, I was like, this Instagram thoughts talking about buying Neo. This shit must be a scam. It's getting around to too many people. Like, that didn't feel right. It was like, why is this? Why What's the company again? Neo. They're a Chinese uh, EV company, like electric vehicle. They're supposed to kind of be like the Tesla of China. Oh, uh, okay. Which, and, they, and they've been killing it. Like, they're easily the best uh, stock I, I have um, money in. Um, and people are talking like they're going to just keep doing better. But so, like, I mean, maybe it's just everybody's like, yo, they're, they're about to fucking do it. Get your money. But when you're investing, do you like do you feel like you have a grasp of what you're doing or are you just kind of like feeling it out still? Because like that, that's the reason I turn toward Bitcoin seems straightforward. You buy Bitcoin and then the price of it goes up slowly. Well, not really, though. Like if you look like Bitcoin, it fluctuates. That's I'm a little. That's why I don't want to get too much like Bitcoin. Is, I, I see people call it a pump and dump. And what that is, is like a lot of people get into it. It gets real high. They do that with stocks too. Like I, yeah. I a, a pump and dump stock. I had this one stock called Workhorse. I had a few shares, like like 50 shares of it or something. It shot up to the point where I was up like $600. And I was like, oh, I'm going to just ride this out. Let this keep going. And because it was a pump and dump, it went up. And then I ended up at some point. Am I, did I freeze? No. Oh, it looked, okay, it looked like I froze. So it went up and then it just tanked down to the point where i was like un- i had lost a hundred dollars on it i was telling you about that in, on the car ride the one time yeah did it go back up it, it did start going back up but i wait when it got back this, this is where i kind of like am like whatever i had like 30 shares of it or 40 and um like i literally that's what i put all my money in now is stocks i don't fucking uh you know i don't put it in my bank account i just put it in there and shut the fuck up and uh, I probably shouldn't say all this on. on no, that's well, that's kind of what a four hundred one k is, from what uh, I understand. So I, uh, but anyway, so when I, so when it got back, and then when it was down, and then it got back to like evenish, like I wasn't down money anymore. I was up like thirty bucks. I sold most of it, 
And then it did drop again, but now it's kind of up to where I'm like, damn, I should have fucking waited a little bit. But, um, but so that was like a pump and dump people were saying, but like, if I go to, if I pull up Bitcoin now, I'm gonna try to pull it up real quick. Uh, it's um it it was a little while ago like real high then it got real low then it, it just it just uh, hold on let me go to five yeah no bitcoin de- bitcoin definitely fluctuates that's why i'm not i've been trying to do more uh research into it and i'm not like because <laughs> y- you see this with- thing I, i'm looking at real quick real quick yeah real quick. yeah yeah so it was it was in 2017 it was 19 it was almost twenty thousand dollars a coin yeah and then it went all the way down to three thousand dollars a coin. So imagine if you grabbed it at like, oh shit, it's at eight thousand dollars a coin. <laughs> and then it just goes down the like it. You know what was the lowest it got to at that point? Okay, yes, yeah, so it's like three or four. Yeah, but yeah, it, it, that's but now the- it's almost at its highest again. Like it's about to t- get touch its highest. So like it is like a weird time because the thing it's like the stocks buy low, sell high. This could keep getting higher or. It could be very high because of COVID right now, and then we get vaccines and people start trusting money again. Yeah, that's why I'm. That's why I'm sort of like slow rolling into Bitcoin. Like, remember I was talking about last. It was like last week or the week before about <laughs> we were talking about my spending habits and how I just waste most of it on fucking like cheeseburgers and candy at gas stations and shit. Yeah. I was like, so I was looking at it. I was looking at like all that, and I'm like, well, I waste that money anyway. Why don't I just use that money I would have wasted anyway to like kind of because I really do want to try to learn like crypto and learn about stocks and stuff like that more. Why don't I use that money I would waste anyway in the stock market, in Bitcoin or whatever, and just kind of like feel it out? Exactly. So that's exactly what I was thinking. I was like, I'm just going to buy weed with this. Like, yeah, because I I was like, because every time. (laughs) <laughs> every t- like nine times out of 10, unless it's literally like, Oh, I'm out doing comedy and I have to get something to eat or whatever. Nine times out of 10, I get the fucking fast food. I get the shit at the goddamn gas station. And the second I'm done eating it, I'm like, why the fuck did I do that? And then I'm just out. However much money I spent that. And I did the math and I was just like looking at like, you do the thing where it's like, you look at all the money you've been spending. And then I, then I uh, do a, a scenario where it's like, Oh, what if I fucking bought Bitcoin with all this? And you realize how much you, and it's just, so I'm trying to I'm trying to be a little more uh, a little smarter with that shit, you know. Like I said, put it use that money I would have wasted anyway to learn stocks and learn Bitcoin. Yeah, okay. and all um, the fuck we're, was I saying? We're what? Man, now, bro. Yeah, dude. Well, you you fuck you were talking about it too, and it just kind of got my mind in. It got me more in that mindset. I started like I'm. <laughs> we're getting to that age where you kind of like have to think about your future and no, we're young men stop no i mean the very first stages it's not that big of a deal but maybe <laughs> we're in the gray area well Old i just i just got daddy, <laughs> to fuck your mama <laughs> wait say that again i talked over it i said we're in the gray area old enough to be somebody's daddy but still young enough to fuck somebody's mama and that's the that's the primo area we're actually at optimal male status right now well, 16 is optimal male status. What? <laughs> 16. When you're at 16, because you can, you can fuck whatever, and if you fuck older than you, they're in trouble. <laughs> you're at a good age where you can, you, if you're in good enough shape and you're tall enough, you convince older to fuck you. Yeah, you, yo, kids fuck teachers constantly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that is crazy. <laughs> yo, it, it is like, 
Yo, bitches are horny, just like dudes. They're just like, they're just, just like he, he probably, he might not say anything. That's what, I, I before this podcast, I had a teacher who, like, we know she definitely fucked, like, at least two students. Yeah, yeah, I remember you said that. And, like, if the students knew, the teachers knew, and the staff knew, and the principal knew, it just never became a thing. So they were just like, Jesus, Miss whatever's, you know, stop fucking these kids before we all get in trouble. <laughs> Like, because like, they're all coworkers, you know that's what happened. They're just like, "Yo, stop, fucking Yo, stop fucking the children. <laughs> stop putting hot ones in my class. Stop giving me all the sexy kids." <laughs> yeah, man. That's that's wild. I, I, I know we talked about this already, but that is just. I also want to meet. Wait, wait, wait. I need to say one last thing, please, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's I don't know if I ever said this one part of it. She, the one kid that everybody's pretty sure she fucked, she also like had pictures of him in his college like football shit in the classroom. Yeah, she fucking, she definitely fucked him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like you it, like call it, her on it. He he has my favorite number. What I just <laughs> I love his number. Fourteen's my lucky number. Also the age I fuck. <laughs> Dude, that's wild. Yeah. Just wait. That's now. I don't want to say because I feel like a teacher fucking a student is without a doubt bad. But I feel like it should be. I feel like it should get like the soft pedophile label, not like. <laughs> I was saying that to my girl. I was like, when I think of a dude being a creep like that, you're like, fuck you. I hope you die. But when you think of a lady, you're like. <sighs> You're like, what are you doing, you weirdo? Like, it's yeah. so much nicer. Yeah. Like, hey, yeah. knock it off. Get out of here. Yeah, you're like, yo, get your shit together. Why do you <laughs> fuck kids? You're not bad looking. Stop fucking kids. Like, you, you don't but, think, you don't think that. Like, ready to stab them to death. <laughs> no, no, because we all, every dude has that. It's definitely bad. It's 100% bad. But all, yeah. the, all, the, all the dudes have that hot teacher in their mind where they're like, I get it though. <laughs> you know, as a as a young dude, I I imagine like I was like, there's no way this kid is. If anything, he just has more confidence now. Like <laughs> his life is probably better. But when it's a, when it's a like a girl, you're like, damn, he he might have fucked her up for life. Like you you legitimately you're like, damn, she's gonna think yeah. about that with every male figure she trusts now and blah yeah. blah blah. But with a dude, you're like, yo, he's <laughs> rock, still riding high. He's like me when I walked dog girl. He just does nothing. <laughs> Better man now. <laughs> you fuck. He's fucking like twenty eight, and you're like, why doesn't he take off his Letterman jacket? Fuck it. <laughs> fuck Miss Robinson. That's why. This is my lucky Letterman. <laughs> <laughs> this is my teacher fucking jacket. <laughs> <laughs> he's still. He's a grown man. He wears it to PTA meetings. <laughs> his teacher's still there. Like it's not. You're of age. It's not hot anymore. <laughs> you think that's what it is for him? See, I wasn't. I didn't even think about that. I wonder if that is it for. Like the the ladies, like yo, he's just hot in fifteen. Or well, I mean, like have you been a, like, like a man. have you been around like teenagers at all? No, like recently. No, I'm thirty. I mean, my niece, but she's not gonna talk to me like that. Yeah, but that's uh, well, no, that's the thing. Like, I've been a like my one niece is probably like fifteen or sixteen, and yeah, I've had like a nieces and nephews or what, and you just like you got. Like what? What about? Maybe it's different because it's my niece or whatever. But it's just like, what about this gets you going? And I feel like it's got to be something that's a little off in your head. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I see. Now I could, I could see like, like, like I could see the scenario 
where say you're fresh out of college mm. and say you're, you know, the, say you're teaching a class and the kid ends up being like the star football player. Like he may look a little bit older and you could have a teacher that maybe has like low self-esteem and now the kids think she's hot shit and this and that, like that could be the scenario. But I think like nine times out of 10, it's just someone who's like a little fucked up in the head. Yeah, I think you're right because both the teachers that I had in school, one we pretty much know, and the other one she definitely dated a kid after he grabbed right after he was, no, she got fired and he was 18, and then she was like picking him up from school. But they were both probably the most attractive teachers around. <laughs> like they were the one that got fired easily, the hottest teacher I've ever had. How old were they? Uh, the the younger one was uh, the one I said was like the best looking teacher I ever had. She was in her tw- early 20s, like 26 tops. I would say like she was new to teaching. Fresh yeah. out of college, lost her li- lost her teaching license. <laughs> what a waste of her whole life. <laughs> well, you see that too with a lot of um, with a lot of like uh, <laughs> there was like a huge there was a huge thing with like emo bands and shit back in the day because like it would it would be around the time when MySpace was coming up and you could easily contact people via the internet like that and you have these dudes who grew up being fucking dorks and getting zero attention and now yeah and now they just have now they just they're writing all these fucking love songs and all these like high school girls are in love with them and now they don't know (laughs) they don't know how to deal with that type of attention and i feel like it gets them into huge trouble yeah damn (laughs) they all got the lead is he still done is he done i don't know what happened with that well he hasn't fucking I don't know. I think he should have just gone business as usual with that. <laughs> just like right. his thing was probably one of the weirder comedy things, though, because it like it, it did seem it did seem like that nigga was talking to kids. So he was like, definitely I'm, 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 like the Louis thing. Have no problem with it, but the Delia thing is like. <laughs> well, from what I could tell, and I didn't do like a deep dive into the story or anything, but from what I could tell, he was he was just mainly talking to young girls. He may have, he may have chatted with a, there was like that one where he chatted with a 17 year old and he was like, 16. I think it was 16. Oh, okay. 16 or whatever. Worse than 17 by a lot. For well, well, no, no, no. Here, what I'm saying is uh, he like chatted to her and then he's like, wait, how old are you? And she's, she said like 16 and he just goes back to young. And I'm like, oh, I didn't see that. I didn't see yeah, that. And it's just like, it's like that thing where it's like, all right, well, he technically, but it's like, you're still being fucking weird, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. I get it. No, he's definitely a creep. I, he's, I he's saying, but that was not, I get what you're saying. He just was like, he, he was tapping out right then. Like, and like he messaged a girl. I think he messaged a girl one time that was like, hit me back when you're 18. And you're like, just stop, dude. You're being like, just chill. Like, stop. <laughs> But I thought I don't know. Well, he okay, also- I, I thought it was worse than that. To be honest, I thought maybe the story I saw because I didn't look into it too much. But I, I could be, was- I could be wrong. But I don't believe. I don't believe he actually. Like I don't think he did anything illegal. He just would. But he was a creep. I thought he was like intentionally sly and then young. Maybe whatever the article I read was wording it that way. But I here's thought what he was I- intentionally sly and then young bitches DMs 
what I think happened, and once again, I could be wrong, but what I think happened was he likes him young, and he was just being flat, fast and loose with sliding in DMs. Like not checking for not yeah. signs of age. Not None checking those, context like, clues. One of those gold 18 balloons. <laughs> He's just looking at the pictures like, you can have braces at 17. What? <laughs> He just was like, those titties look 30. I'm in in there. (laughs) But, like, my my whole thing, my whole thing is just, like, and now, you know, he's more in that, like, mainstream space, so maybe he's trying to play it different. But I just feel like if you're not, like, he's trying to be like, I didn't do anything fucked up. I didn't do anything wrong. But also, I'm going to disappear for a year. (laughs) It's just, like... I feel like I feel like when that happens, you should just fucking keep your head down and plow through. I hear what you're saying, but the thing I could see happening to him if if it's not as if it's not as bad as like I thought it was, I could see still because people probably there's people who probably thought it was as bad as the thing I had initially had saw. So I could see people like I'll buy a ticket to call him a pedophile to his face, and like that's. that's uncomfortable (laughs) well i think here's the just gonna do a set fucking kid lover you're like yeah you can't go on now but my thing is i i I see what you're saying that is definitely like a lot and it's gonna be it's a lot of bullshit to deal with but here's the thing whether he did it or not like if he didn't do it the stinks on him now and i feel like if you sort of like get ahead of it and just you know, make your perception business as usual, you have like less of a stink about you. Like look at a, look at Aziz. He just had a bad date, but he still to a lot of people has this like stink on him. It's crazy. Cause Aziz's drawing is when you read that, it's like, he literally was just like, can I eat your pussy? <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> it was like the first time he, I bet it was the first time he tried to act like an alpha and it just was like, nope article. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like, what if I pour you another drink? Is that a second date? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just imagining it in Z's voice. Can I get some pussy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, Z's is probably one of the worst ones. Him's, and I think it was James Franco's were the two that I was like, these stink. These stink. Because I think James Franco's was What was like, his? Yeah. It was like a chick I think he was fucking for a while. And just one day he was like trying to fuck her in the car or something. I'm definitely telling this wrong. But that's like the gist of it, to my knowledge, is like it, it was like some not that it was somebody he had been. Maybe it wasn't James Franco. Do you remember uh, Tigers? Nah, his was the funniest because he was messaging like he was messaging this chick who might have been like fifteen or whatever, and then but he was like he was saying like I didn't I didn't know, and everyone's like how did you not know? And then she literally did a press conference, <laughs> and then like you saw her Instagram, and you're like. Oh, okay. I get it. <laughs> what, like, oh, he did. It was clear he didn't know. Well, you you looked at her Instagram, and I'm like, because she must have like developed early or whatever. You could like see on her Instagram. You're like, that's fair. That's yeah, fair. Yeah, yeah, you were like, <laughs> was not looking for children. He just yeah. no, 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 no. Tiger, but all well. Didn't he also fuck Kylie Jenner way young? Uh, maybe. Yeah, I don't remember. He saw all the potential. He was like, "This bitch is gonna be a billionaire." <laughs> <laughs> but also, she's a she's a she's a Kardashian, so that all automatically adds like four years. <laughs> no, 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 no. no, it doesn't. It doesn't. That's not cool. Yeah, I bought it. Cut it. I went for it. I went for it. It was a joke. <laughs> it was a joke. Oh God! <laughs> Damn it! 
We were just starting to get going. <laughs> uh, I'd like to say, wait, can I get a background of the podium? We've done this bit before. Uh, Andy Malfrina here. Don't fuck kids. I'm out. <laughs> yeah, if we didn't have more to do, that would be a best ending. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're not far enough in to justify ending it here. Oh, man. Um, I've dipped into the world of playing very old video games again. Which one? Well, because I'm stalling till because they move back Cyberpunk, so I'm stalling till Cyberpunk comes out. I can't wait. I don't know. How, I, I'm really interested to see how you feel about Cyberpunk because it's I. You've never once in your life played a game like it. Is it? Well, wait. Isn't it kind of in the same uh, frame? As, and this is actually one of the games. I, this is the game I just purchased the other night, and I did. I did play it when it came out. <laughs> I want you to know, I did play it for a little bit when it did come out, and it was on sale. And I, I just needed a game to play till Cyberpunk comes out. But I'm playing uh, Skyrim, and uh, isn't it kind of like Skyrim or like Fallout? Yeah, yeah. Because I play. I played a little Skyrim then. Uh- Skyrim's a good is that what you're playing right now that you said I'm going back into old games? Yeah, and I played I played Fallout 4 a while ago too. But here's the thing. A couple of years ago, Andy, maybe even like a year or two ago, Andy, would not fuck with Skyrim. Yeah, yeah. But you no, know, is is it is it kind of like that with like the customizability and shit like that? Except when you obviously it's a newer game, so at a higher level. Um, they were talking about it like you can go because the, the I think a thing that could be boring about it, but it won't I can't wait. Is you know how like Skyrim, if you're going from point A to point B, you'll eventually cross something to fight. No matter yeah. what, in this game, you really have to like kind of go for it. I'm guessing so. If, like you go to a mission, but if you're like traveling the world, you just hop. It's like GTA. Like you know, in GTA, if you want, you can just get in the car and drive from one side of the map to the other. Yeah, like, you don't start shooting a Uzi out the window at like pedestrians. Nothing will happen. You'll just see the world, and it's like that. Like you can just travel. You can do whole missions that don't have anything to do with shooting it out, just talking to people and shit. And uh, yeah, I can't wait. I, I have to. What I'm gonna do before Cyberpunk comes out is not play video games for like three weeks or two. Really? Weeks or something. I'm gonna try, but it's just because I know when Cyberpunk comes out, like two to three days are just gonna be like I wake up, I work, and then like. This is it. I'm in the, right where I'm sitting. Right, now. <laughs> they're just gone. Yeah, yeah. I've I've Dave been watching. <laughs> well, like fucking uh, run the jewels put out that song for Cyberpunk, which I didn't realize they put it out because apparently Cyberpunk's doing original music for yeah. the radio station. So they write, they wrote the song specifically for Cyberpunk. Yeah. And like, there's even references. That's that's like what I love about Run the Jewels. There's even references in the song to Cyberpunk. Like, uh, uh, Killer Mike shouts out like Keanu Reeves. He says something about a bionic arm, yeah. and it doesn't sound corny. It's so yeah. awesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they killed that shit. Um, yeah. I hope you- that I I I I would kind of bet money. Like, I would bet somebody like fifteen bucks. They're in the game. At some point, you'll see. They haven't told anybody, but I kind of could see them being like a something you see of 3D version of in the game, which well, would be dope to see a 3D fucking killer mic. Well, so apparently they're in the game because when they um oh, they so were, said they're in the game. Well, well, okay. Here, let me say this: when <clears throat> excuse me, when they released the song, I don't know if it was like the, the video or whatever, they released it on Cyberpunk's YouTube channel and they labeled it, the song's called No Save Point. They labeled it Yankee and the Brave, No Save Point, and then in parentheses, Run the Jewels. 
So that's got me thinking, like, oh, are they going to play, like, a rap group in the game called oh, Yankee, Yankee and the Brave? Yeah, that's for, you're probably right, yeah. Yeah, and that's a reference to the first song on Run the Jewels 4, Yankee and the Brave. But, yeah, that got me hyped because I was like, oh, because they put it in parentheses for search terms to be like, this is still Run the Jewels. Like, we want those numbers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But they, they might be, like, a rap group at some point. And also, if they become, like uh, – Cause I'm I'm such like a fucking Run the Jewels fanboy. I've I've always played PlayStation, but then I found out you could play as Run the Jewels in the one Gears of War game a couple years ago. Yeah, I remember looking up and like, yo, how much are Xbox Ones? They're not that. Because <laughs> <laughs> I remember looking up that that's too that's how out of gaming I was then too. Because I'm looking up being like, why can't I get Gears of War for PlayStation? Oh, I remember you said something like that. To, you were like, I was playing Halo on my PlayStation to me and LaMare, and we were like, fuck you. No, it was literally, I was, because um, <laughs> the joke was about, like, it's cool enough to be a video game nerd now that, like, uh, if you mess that up, like, a video game nerd can laugh in your face, and you have to feel like the asshole. <laughs> and I just wasn't, I wasn't ready to accept that world. Yeah, yeah, fuck you. I'm still mad about it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i said no the best part was i remember doing that joke i said yeah i was trying to play i think what did i say oh yeah playing halo on the playstation dead silent and then i just hear nate and lamare laughing in the back <laughs> <laughs> just like this idiot and the dude the joke i was about to do was happening live in front of me and i was it made me so mad <laughs> I was ready to fucking go crazy on you. We used to get so bad back then if we would like do if we would like do the thing we're like fucking with you during a set. They used to bug the shit out of you. Which one? No, I remember shit. Uh, what, what do you mean specifically? I think the one that got you the most mad because we were doing it for a long time. It was when you first started dating Steph. You were like doing. You had like a, a lot of. You would talk about your girlfriend, <laughs> and, I, and every time you said my girlfriend. <laughs> We would just, it would be me and Botch. He doesn't, Kevin Botch, he doesn't do comedy anymore, but still a good buddy. We would just be dying. Just <laughs> be on the side, just like looking at us like, fuck y'all. I'm trying to get my my act together. Well, that that's also too what I, I would get really caught up and being like, like, cause you, you guys would, you guys would, uh, <laughs> you guys painted this image that I was like, every day I was like, Nate and Kevin, I met the most magical girl in the world. <laughs> and I would get caught up and you guys would laugh and it would make me think that I'd be like, that's not accurate. You have to, <laughs> you know, just then be- you guys got married. <laughs> yeah. So, so, right the whole time. And that's when I started, that's when the butterflies, I was flying around going, you guys were right the whole time. <laughs> Uh, but no, it was uh, yeah. I remember that would annoy me. You know what, Lamar Lamar did to me one time that drove me nuts. Um, and I went off on him because he he had this like moment where do you remember when he had? I don't know. If, actually, this isn't that one time, but he got like he got a little bit emotional because he thought all the like there was like the different comedy clicks that were all like Warren with too he, serious into that. What? Let's not talk about that too much. Okay. No, no, no. But like all the comedy clicks were like fighting with each other. And I remember Lemaire just got like bummed about it. And yeah, he was, uh, what the fuck? Cause he, and, and so yeah, he got bummed about it and he was like, did a whole thing on stage about, you know, people not shitting on each other and not like trying. Cause like people would, I remember people were trying to like yell out and fuck, fuck up people's sets. No, that wasn't what he was mad about. Do you not remember what he was mad about? I may not remember. 
one of the comics' dads died, and the other comics who didn't like that comic were like, "Fuck him, and fuck his dead dad." Oh and, yeah. And so and like LeMaire was just being a solid dude, like, "Yo, we I thought we were all cool." Are you? I forgot about that. that still, real early. In, that was really early into all of us, but LeMaire started like almost a year later than us. Like we were doing it, and then him and Jabri started coming around. And so that was, we had all known each other for like a year. And so he came in and then like everybody, he's just watching that petty shit that we had like sort of started getting accustomed to. And the two who did it, they never got out of that petty shit either. Yeah. Yeah. Like that was like their thing. whole fucking thing. It's like, they, I remember them. They almost did comedy just so they could fucking bitch about other comics. Yeah. Yeah. I remember. And I still, and I mean, this is still a problem. I got on stage. I say like too much, but I remember. I mean, that's also just how I talk. Like, I go like, like, yeah, like. It's just how yeah, I you talk. and every human being to ever exist. Yeah. So, but like, I remember one time. Now I'm gonna notice. Yeah. Now you're. I can. I saw it in your face. Now you're just like thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, uh, I'm, I'm doing. What happened was they were. Um, they had like a counter. I remember a comic. I think it was uh, Pat George was telling me that they had a counter going up while we were doing like a mic or something. And they were counting every time they had the counter go, like hit a button on their phone to add one every time I said like on stage. But like supposedly being like also my homies and uh, which I don't hate these dudes, but I hate that about their character. Like that's a very shitty thing to have in your. And it's a it's a thing, too, of like if you're fucking with if you're fucking with one of your buddies and and this and that. But it's when it's when someone you're not like tight, tight with. I was cool with them. Oh, you were, you were. That's true. Those were but, like they, they were. We all we were in, all in the same home club together at the beginning. But, but it's always funny. Like you see comics who do that stuff, and then they go up on stage, and they're at like an open mic doing the joke they've been doing for four years, and it's still not that good. <laughs> and you're like, I get it. Like, but you can't, you can't be doing this little nitpicky shit if clearly you're not applying those rules to your comedy. <laughs> Yeah, and, and I'm not even mad at, like, an uh, old joke not being good. I think the thing that got me the most was, to my face, we're boys. Yeah. Um, And, uh, like, I remember I fucked up a good opportunity for myself being a good homie with one of them same people one time. It was uh, when uh, this one comic used to run Red Comedy Outlet. I'm not going to say anybody's names, obviously, but this one comic used to be the host of the, the, like the only like club that was like around us that we would go to and do mics at regularly. Like that was kind of close by RCO. RCO? Okay. And uh, I remember he was going to get, they were going to replace him and they were going to let, I don't remember if it was just, I think it was at the time just going to be me who hosted it. And then after I fucked this up, it ended up being me and AC. Um, uh, And, uh, like, so we were, I went to the bar to just hang out. I forget, like, we was just sitting there talking, blah, blah, blah. He was there, and it was just me and him that we were talking, and he was like, so-and-so supposed to be here to talk to me. I don't know what she's talking to me, blah, blah, blah. He's like, I'm worried that they're going to, like, take me off for hosting. And and I thought she would have, this is, so I'm sitting there thinking she already told him this, and she clearly hasn't. She's like, I'm, he's like, he's basically worried about getting, like, fired from being a house MC or whatever. And he was like, which means that one of my friends was like, which means that one of my friends knows and isn't telling me. And I was like, and I heard that. And then like, I was like, damn, this is my dude. Like, I, I was like, I, 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 I thought she would have told him. So I was like, damn, I hear you. Yo, bro, to keep it 100, like, chill out. But and just try to, like, tell him, like, being like, yo, I'm, I'm that's the type of person I am. Like, yeah, if this is the information you want, here it is. But don't be a dickhead about it. It has nothing to do with, you know, 
what's happening. And then he just started like having a temper tantrum in RCO's bar. Like some something I find out I'm getting fired. Like just like having that kind of energy. And it's just like and then what ended up um like I I I lost the opportunity and when I could start hosting it, when it was like going back and forth between me and AC, it uh like I, she wouldn't pay for it. Like I, I, he went from making like a hundred a week to host it to no one gets paid to do it at all. Mm. <laughs> and it was like that forever. I don't think yeah. it's gone back to people getting paid to host it. Even yeah. I, that, that, now it's like a labor of love. Oh yeah. Which shout out to uh, Jesse, <laughs> Jesse, Jesse Blanco. He fucking brought that shit from the grave. Yo, I was talking to somebody yesterday who was at the show. And he, like, he, you know, this was in Royersford, and he goes to that mic, and we were just talking about, like, he, did you ever host that mic when I left? For, like, a minute, because oh. I remember you left, I hosted it, and I put, like, the minimum amount of energy into yeah. hosting it, and yeah. then I, and then, um, Pat George did for a minute, and then it because pat was driving all the way from harrisburg yeah. so hosting that mic where no one went to was a lot to drive to harrisburg from every week oh, yeah and then around that time is when uh you know jesse blanco he got really inspired and was like i'm gonna fucking run this shit and he started running the mic it started getting a lot better he started putting on dope shows and then he just flat out started investing money into the club to make it because it, it, for the longest time because it, it was like real real hot it was real hot for a while and then it just kind of died for whatever reason. I don't know the ins and outs and it just, it always just had the aesthetic of a forgotten party room. (laughs) And then Jesse, uh, dude, it was like a running joke. Every time we'd have a show, they'd be like, they'd like point. There were like old streamers. No one took down and fucking like Cinco de Mayo uh, decorations (laughs) for like a year. Yeah, yeah, just these same Cinco de Mayo Corona decorations for a year or two or whatever it was. (laughs) And then, yeah, Jesse legit just invested his own money to make it this, like, dope spot. But it it was kind of dope to just, like, be at a place. I was talking to some dude named Jeremy, and uh, he was, like, he's... Big big white dude? Yeah, ball head. Oh, yeah, Jeremy's good people. Yeah, he was, like, he started there. He he knew you. And I was, like, I was, like, I was, like, Oh, you started at, he was like, I started at RCO. And I was like, oh shit, I used to run that room, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, I thought Andy started. And I was like, no, fuck Andy. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite thing that I just heard. <laughs> no, Andy started. He gets shitty with you. No. Andy Malafarina started RCO into the greatness it is today. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. I was, nah, I really just was like, nah, I thought it was this that I just was telling him like my perspective of it and shit. But the RCO is also well. Actually, um, uh, uh, we can get to the very beginning of me and Nate fucking meeting because I met him in Bethlehem, and we got because you were doing a you were doing a bit and you you did the thing where you asked the audience something about relationships. No one responded, and then I hit you with like uh, I yeah. hear you clap, <laughs> and then afterwards you went up to me. You're like, hey, thanks for that. And I was talking, you know, we were talking for half a second and, and shit. And then you or Nino, our friend Nino Rampu, I was <laughs> another good friend. I forget I, how to I say it. Last name, but I, since you fucked it up, I just want to live in that. <laughs> like I'd rather live in Rampoola. Rampoola ding dong. However you can make it Italian. Rampoola. 
<laughs> he so i met him me and him were talking you him or the both of you were like you should come to reading and i came to reading and i remember i forget why but i was running late and i think i had your number or something and you flat out because i was running late i didn't know how late the mic was going you flat out hit me up and you're like hey never like met me once and you were like hey when do you think you're gonna be here because the mic's almost over and I want you to be able to get up. And yeah. I told you I was probably like 15 minutes away and you flat out like stalled the open mic for another 10, 15 minutes so I could have a spot. And yeah, I remember I ever since that point, like ran the light forever or something. I don't remember what it was. I just, I remember ever since then I was like, that Nate Marshall's a good dude. <laughs> Yeah, I forgot about that, but I do remember. Because <laughs> I was like the, fir the first time, because a lot of times, fuck, like there's been open mics that you go, I remember going to open mics back in the day, you'd fucking roll in, sign up, you thought you were one of the first ones up, and then you realize they just jammed a bunch of their friends, so now you're like 10 deep on the list and this and that. Yeah. Like that's what made me, um, that's what made me realize uh, like Gordon was a really good dude. Cause we would always ride from, um, we would always ride from PA, go to Jersey, go. And I remember one of the first times. Another comic who's done the podcast. Yeah. We do. He's been on like all the shits, skanks, all them Jones. Yeah. And, um, he, I remember, uh, that's what made me really like, cause I would go to Philly and I would go to Jersey and what's made me sort of like dig Jersey a lot was, um, yeah, I, I, I went Gordon. He knew cause he knew I knew you and I, I think he. He knew you before me and him really met. Hmm. And so he knew I knew you and he knew I was coming from PA. And I went up, just put my name in the bucket, went up late on the mic. And as I was leaving, he's like, hey, man, I know you're coming from PA. Hit me up before you get here. I'll throw you early on the list. And I was like, damn. Because also, too, we, we joked about it on the Gordon's episode. Like, when we were coming up, like, Gordon was the dude. Like, the dude of Jersey. So, Gordon... He's still one of the funniest comics that nobody knows. Without a doubt. With, he's if, fucking... If you, if you see him live, he's the shit. Like, not trying to suck anybody's dick out here, but, you know what I mean? He's funny as shit. No, no for... I see him on Andy's face. You're about to make a suck his dick joke. Yeah, no, I was about to have a really specific suck his dick example. No, I was going to remember he fucking... Him, I remember one time it was like me and six other comics at a shitty open mic and he's just shooting the shit and we're all fucking dying laughing. Gordon's the shit. Go go check it. He's got an album. Uh, is anyone nobody, else? Nobody, just me. That's right. That's right. Go check out his album. But yeah, I just remember like I just remember like fucking never never met the dude and he's just being nice as fuck to me. And I always like I always it's like little shit like that. You're like, oh, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna fuck with that guy till the end of time. To to go back to like to the beginning of the podcast. That's why I hate comics who get mad at, like, who, like, legitimately get mad at hosts. So, you know, that when you're just starting out, you're, like, hosting, you're like, I don't want to fuck anything up. I don't even remember my jokes. I'm going up cold a lot of times. So, like, the, the spot we did yesterday, I really like how they did it. It was, uh like, the dude um, who owns it, Soldier, he he did, he's done comedy before. Um, dude, he's, like, the biggest club right now on the fucking East Coast. Yeah, like every because he apparently I haven't Louis seen it. That's there. What Louis was just there like last week. No shit, really. He was telling me he was like they wouldn't, and I and I bugged out. I was like I did a stage Louis done. Like you know what I mean? I had to I had the little like <laughs> geek out Joe. But he um he was saying that Joe List was just there, mm -hmm. and Louis was like I'll come and do time if you don't put me on anything, and so obviously like he came, and uh, people were like 
had heard about it after was like upset. He was like, but it's because Louis still doesn't want people to like it's outside. People can just drive past and be like, fuck you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But um, no, get, get, tell the people what the uh, setup was like, because like the reason he's doing so good is from well, everything I've, I haven't seen it, but everything I've heard, he's just got the primo setup. Uh, maybe I don't. The only thing that makes it different than some of the other um, outdoor rooms I've done is it's a it's a tent. Like we we do we've done a bunch of outdoor shit now, but it's no uh, it's just like you sit, everybody sits. There might be a stage, and you can do your you do your shit. But the tent still adds that little bit of vibration that you can get from yeah. apps instead of them just going straight up into the air and and disappear. It was it was real loud at first because they had the heaters let like, on next to people. They had a heater on at the stage. Yeah. Um, they ended up, I think, after my set, they turned it off right before McCusker got up. I think McCusker turned off one another one of them while he was on stage. Um, and uh, there was also this train that kept, like, there's a train <laughs> right behind it. And, <laughs> and the only comic who didn't have the train come past during their set, there was four of us. The only one was McCusker. And Shane went up mad as shit, like, fuck you, McCusker. You didn't get the train. Like, <laughs> well, that was like when we did the show at the goddamn punchline. And. I remember that was the first time I did stand up since. Well, I did a I did a backyard open mic, but that was the first time I did a show show since fucking uh, uh, corn. Yeah, COVID and everything. And it was like I've never been like heckled by a goddamn helicopter. And then you hear like cars beeping. It was very. It's very fucking weird. Yeah, yeah, that's but yeah, they can they just have a tent and they have heaters and they they have. Uh, it's, they just you buy your ticket. It's BYOB, and you bring your own chair. That's tight. So it's right like there was just people when I was I was sitting in my car smoking a little bit, and I just was seeing people. I didn't know that until I got there. I was just seeing people walk in with like cases and six packs. And I was like, <laughs> Yo, this is gonna be dope. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, cause fucking, I don't know. Man. I feel like alcohol. It the right amount of alcohol is the perfect ingredient for a comedy show. I would take slightly drunk people. Every single time. By the, by the time Shane got up, they were too drunk. They, oh, yeah, because it's Shane's audience. Yeah, and they love this nigga. So he can't, like, he was just like, he would, like, go to talk, and they'd be like, woo! <laughs> like, yo, like, he, you can see him up there, like, yo, I'm trying to do my act. But, it, it, but he can't be like, shut the fuck up. Like, I'm trying to do comedy. Because it's like, there are people who love him. But he's, like, setting up a joke where he'll, like, say something that may be, like, a premise they heard on the podcast, and they'll just be like, Yes! Like, so, so chill. Like, you just kept hearing people yell all the Shane's thing. <laughs> he just got too many Shane-isms that, they can, that they're able to repeat. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's so funny. That's got to be, like, the weirdest thing where it's, like, where, where it, it reminds me of, um, uh, what was the fucking line from the office? Well, office where he's, like, well, I guess my love annoys you because that's all it is. it's just like it's just like they're they're disrupting the show with nothing but pure love <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah man. but it's funny yeah he said up there he was like he was like he was like because he knew there was people there was like some audience a lot of the audience there just loves the club so they come to every show they're like there's not shit to do right now this is my favorite fucking thing so you have people who are just there, like, well, who's who's this guy they got? And then you just have fucking fans in the back, like, Phil. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, dude, because they know his dad. Yeah. <laughs> so, so it was just funny to watch him go through that. He still did his thing, but. That's so funny. Hell, yeah. Well, I think I really need 
I got a fucking, <laughs> I choked on water and now I have no more water and I really need a drink. <laughs> All right. It was good talking to you, man. I, I guess I'll talk to you. This will be the longest we've gone without talking on quarantine. Oh my God. Cause we're not going to text each other. Yeah. No, I got, I might. <sighs> yeah. You know, you can call me if you need to, <laughs> you know, I won't do that. <laughs> All right. Well, just, if you miss me, text me fat butts. <laughs> you, 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 I would. You know I will do that. You better. <laughs> That's how you know I'm thinking about y'all. Just send you some gigantic. <laughs> I just see, I just see a, I just see a big, a big ass in my inbox, and I'm like, huh, oh, Nate's thinking about me. <laughs> That's how I ask people how are they doing. <laughs> you text me a butt, and I'm like, yeah, mom's good. <laughs> awesome, man. Throw out your uh, social media for people to check out. Uh, is that Nate Marshall on Instagram? Is that Nate M on Twitter? And uh, that's that's it. Hell so, yeah! Uh, thank y'all for listening. If you fuck with the pod, um, please rate and re- like you know review. But the way we people haven't done this enough. But if you do review, the thing we like to re- like, what well, keeps I'm a little. I'm having a noon beer, Andy. So can you tell me? <laughs> if you if you rate and review it five stars, if you're feeling nasty, and please give a very specific, not shitty, but very specific critique of the podcast. Like if you're like, I don't like how Nate laughs at his own jokes, or he, Nate says like too much for my liking. Five yeah, stars. yeah, or just being like, you know, our <laughs> at the thirty minute mark, energy really dipped. <laughs> yeah i would love it, but still five stars yes yes five stars um also uh my, all my shit twitter instagram and twitch i now changed it uh, oh and the youtube channel i now changed it all andy malfrina across the board oh okay because i had my my twitch was still andy got jokes and i'm like I, I i kept forgetting to change that one yeah i'm so happy you finally did uh, <laughs> i would see it all the time because you know i subscribe to your journal so i get the notifications when you pop on like andy got jokes my god this nigga but what's he up to um but last thing i want to say we got our plugs out yeah last thing i want to plug it has nothing to do with us that i've i got this beer andy okay um it's by victory brewing company it's called mary monkey it's so goddamn good and it's 10 percent. yeah that sounds great victory victory crushes the beers what's victory. it what's like the description on it uh, I I can't remember now, but I have I had I had one, and I'm just like I'm good for the day. <laughs> like it's it's because they had like the golden monkey, sour monkey, them like good nine percent jokes. The first nine percent one I had was dogfish at ninety minutes, and that thing it gets you fucked up, but it tastes terrible. These are like delicious nine ten percent beers. Fuck yeah! So say, throw that out again. Uh, Mary Monkey. Just if if y'all get it and fuck with it, send it to the Instagram page or send it to send it to the P. Uh, oh, I don't think we plug it. The, uh, is it PITM? PITM official. And also, I realize we should also have a Twitter. <laughs> so yeah. I will I will make, I will make one of those and then we'll tell you about it on the next episode. Because I think I tried making one and someone already has PITM official. I don't know how, uh, but they do. Is it puppies in the mountains? Is it about puppies in the mountains? Oh my! Let me check. Let me check who it is. <laughs> if you don't know what Puppies in the Mountains is, we won't tell you now, but you just look for our episode called Puppies in the Mountains. It, oh, yeah. It, that's, it, we should have a best of list, and that'll be like the first one. That's definitely number one. There's, there's, that is the best episode. <laughs> oh, Peace is the Mission, and they have 24 followers. Wow. Fuck them. Kill them. Let's, let's start war with Peace is the Mission. <laughs> <laughs> it's ironic because they're tweeting about stopping wars in Syria. <laughs> <laughs> we'll start a war with this anti-war Twitter account. 
what if they bodied us? What? What if they just were better at war than us? Like we we're peaceful, but we'll fuck you up. <laughs> up yeah. Martial arts. Yeah, they're like we're not we're peaceful, but we're not pussies. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best way to live. All, All right, yeah. yeah, y'all been dope. We've been closing this show for like seventeen minutes now. Thank y'all for listening. Thank you. Bye.